Runner fans, this is JJ Perez from Inside Runner Sports, and welcome back to a new episode of the 13 Questions podcast, where I sit down with UTSA football players and coaches throughout this 2022 season and ask them the same 13 questions. Uh, we are entering week three of the 2022 college football season as the Roadrunners are coming off a thrilling come from behind win at army this past week such a uh swing of emotions in that game wow i mean just being several days removed from that and seeing how that game played out was uh man pretty dramatic you you look at the way the both two weeks of the season has been for the roadrunners and they have been heart stoppers fortunately for the the roadrunners utsa was able to rally from a 14 point deficit and you know, beat the Army Black Knights on the road to earn their first win of the of the season. Really, a gutsy, gritty win by the Roadrunners. I know they were kind of uh, sloppy in a few areas that they want to clean up, but overall, a pretty solid and decent performance. And I think UTSA might have actually played a little bit better in Week One against Houston. So uh, the best football seems to be ahead for the Roadrunners this week. They head up to Austin for their first ever. Uh, matchup with the Texas Longhorns. This is the first of five games in a five-game series with UT and UTSA. Um, so that'll be an, another another interesting game for the Roadrunners. We'll see how they do. They are, uh, I think, 10, 11, 14 points, depending where the, the line is moved this week. So a um, little respect being shown to the Roadrunners. And, you know, for Texas, they're coming off a big uh, big, big showing against number one Alabama last week. So we'll see what happens uh, up there in Austin this Saturday. Um, again, thanks to everybody who's listened to this 13 Questions podcast. Today we are joined by UTSA place kicker Jared Sackett, a transfer from Arkansas. Jared played at UTSA as a freshman and was named an All-American before transferring. Um, he's got a pretty interesting story in that you know he left UTSA looking for um you, you know a bigger school and he went to several different places and it kind of didn't work out and now he's back at UTSA and, and coming from Arkansas you know he actually was uh recruited and you know coached over there in Arkansas by Jeff Trailer so um some pretty interesting uh conversations with Jared um 13 questions podcast UTSA place kicker Jared Sackett here we go JJ Perez on for Inside Runner Sports on the 13 Questions podcast. Jared, this is a a new podcast I'm starting where I'm asking guys with UTSA just 13 questions. It's the same 13 questions. So it's like personal football, a mix. So question number one, what's your policy on naps? How do you feel about naps? I take 30 minute naps. So I always set an alarm. We actually- uh, Every day? If I can, yeah, time permitting. Um, I like to take my 30-minute nap. Uh, we had a sleep doctor come talk to us really early on in my career. And I used to love taking one, two, three-hour naps if I had the time, but I took, started taking 30-minute naps, and it's helped a ton. What did the doctor say about those long naps? They're not good for you, right? Yeah, they're not good for you. You go into a deep sleep, and I would always wake up feeling more tired anyway, so stick to the 30-minute naps. better than drinking an energy drink. Question number two, speaking of sleeping, how often do you have dreams about football, and what was your most recent dream about? Um, actually, last night. Um, the biggest thing, it's stress-induced, but it's about like being late to meetings. 
I'll like I'll be dreaming that I'm like running late to my uh, practice or if I haven't uh, like heard my alarm go off I'll think that like I, I'm way late or I overslept and so I'll wake up in a panic sometimes because you're just so used to the routine and schedule yeah. and making sure that you're where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. I, ha I have that one frequently as well. Yeah. Just always scared of being late. Yeah. Question number three, which current person inside of UTSA football have you known the longest and how did you all meet? Um, Hunter Duplessis. Okay. Yeah. Um, we actually, no, I've met, I've known uh, Caleb Cantor the longest. Okay. Uh, we played on a peewee football team together up in Fort Worth. Wow. So it was my first year of football ever. Uh, I think our team name was the Wolverines. And it was like um, KSA football. All the middle schoolers loved playing their teams. You had a big draft. And we actually have a cool picture of us both walking off the field. And we're, I think, 14 Was it just old. coincidence y'all ended up here at the same time? Uh, a little bit of a coincidence when yeah. he was uh, when Caleb was transferring, um, he had reached out to me, and um, <coughs> you know we were looking for a long snapper at the time, so yeah. that connection definitely helped, and I, I knew him from home. So awesome. Question number four: If you could pick one form of social media to use and drop the rest, which one would you choose and why? Uh, I'd probably choose Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I like visual. Yeah, I like the visual of it. It's good to keep. Keep us updated. Not too many words. You can just get to the point. What's uh? What kind of music do you listen to the most? Country music. Who are the three greatest country artists of your generation? Your generation. Of my generation. I mean, you could go old school if you want, but uh, definitely George Strait. Okay, got to yeah. be number one. Um, man, old school. I. If I'm going old school, I like, you know, Merle Haggard uh -huh. and, you know, some Johnny Cash. Yeah, no, those are great ones. Yeah, I'm a big country guy myself, so those are great answers there. Question number six. This is something I personally struggle with. What's the best way to get out of a conversation with someone who does not want to stop talking? Oh, um, probably make up a quick excuse or, uh, you know, say you got to use the bathroom or you have a phone call. Yeah. Okay. Question number seven. This is a wild card question of for you from me what is it like when you guys have a almost like a fire drill type of a field goal which we saw almost a little bit at the end of the game in week one there can you kind of just go through the whole process and then some of the emotions with that uh so a lot of it is just about um we talk about staying neutral in our emotions i can't um get too bought into the game I need to pay attention to what's going on, but I can't get too emotionally invested because that you know raises my heart rate and you know puts unnecessary pressure on myself. But I can't be too detached from it to where I need to you know be alert and focused and in my routine. Um, but I kind of you know notice the situation, what's going on when a, a field goal is coming up. I'll go to the net, hit a few balls, and I try and just uh, act like it's every other field goal or just an extra point. Um, a big thing we always reiterate is one kick at a time, every kick's the same. So when I jog onto the field, I kind of take myself to a different place, you know, like my mental happy place, remove myself from that pressure and situation, 
and it's just about execution and letting muscle memory take over at that point. A lot of, it's kind of contrary to the other positions on like a football team where it's a lot of emotion, right? And you're yeah. kind of the opposite, right? Yeah, so that's something uh, specialists have to manage uh, being in the football locker room. And uh, it's something I actually do miss a little bit from my days of playing soccer or yeah. when I did play positions in football when I, uh, in my younger years being able to get all like hype with the team and super um invested get the adrenaline flowing um because you know that's fun that's what a lot of guys live for with football um but it's so technique and and rhythmic based that like i said we have to stay neutral um but being able to manage that and and not getting too hype with the team but still still being a part and being a good uh, good teammate at the That's same awesome. time. Awesome. Great answer there. Question number eight. You a big NBA guy? Basketball guy? Um, I'm not, but Who? I have been following the Spurs. Okay. Who's your... So, in terms of NBA GOAT, I'm talking Kobe, LeBron, or Michael Jordan. Do you? Which one would you lean towards? LeBron. LeBron, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. It's a generational thing? Uh, I think so. I was never... Uh, I grew up a Denver Nuggets fan, actually. Oh, okay. uh, since I'm in San Antonio, I'm following the Spurs a little yeah. bit. But when I was uh, younger, I remember the Denver Nuggets playing against Kobe in the finals and Kobe just killing us all the time. Yeah. And so that's why I have to you yeah. know, go with LeBron there. Cause... Question number nine, and this is a question I've been surprised with the answer with a lot of guys. So just kind of think about it as I'm a- asking. A genie appears and offers you the opportunity to go back to the beginning of your career to start all over and you get to retain the knowledge you know now would you go back and start all over no i definitely wouldn't go back um you know uh mistakes and different you know journeys that we take is what shape us into into who we are i can't say that i would do it any other way um because i i am confident in uh all the circumstances that have happened have shaped me into who I am and they've been lessons that I've needed to learn. It's a great answer there. Question number 10, this is a hypothetical and I want you to think of celebrities, either movie stars or other famous sports athletes. Coach Trailer, your position coach, and Ryan Philo, the strength and conditioning coach, they all have to miss a game. The athletic department has a deal where you're able to choose who replaces those guys but it has to be a celebrity so give me a head coach a position coach and a strength and conditioning coach you would pick a celebrity for a strength and conditioning coach ronnie coleman okay yeah that's a good one yeah um position coach let's see i'd probably go with one of the um kickers in the league probably um Justin Tucker. Oh yeah, yeah. To be, I feel like that'd be a good mentor yeah, for me. Yeah. And a head coach. Man, that would be hard. Hmm. You're gonna pass on that one. You're gonna pass on yeah. that one. Okay, yeah. Coach Trailer, coach. we'll get him on the phone to call that game. Question number eleven. Thinking about your personal life, what is the last new habit or lifestyle change that you've made? either recently or in the past that you're most proud of? Um, recently, I've gotten, just kind of some of, with some of the boys that I live with, I've gotten more into, um, I'm leading a FCA group, and okay. so I've been starting to 
uh, get more into my faith and, and reading the Bible every single day and be more immersed in that. And so I think adding that with the culture of UTSA um, and, the, the, like I said, the boys that I live with, um, you know, Everett's really helped me with that, but it's been a huge influence. How, how, how long ago did you start that? Just this past season? or? Um, I've, I've always been religious growing up. I grew up Catholic, uh-huh. um, but I think I really started getting serious about that since I got back to UTSA. Um, it's been a really good mental piece for me and um, a, a separate form of uh, mentorship that I need. It's awesome. Yeah, glad to hear that. Question number 12. When you think about UTSA football five years from now, what are you most optimistic about and what worries you the most? Um, I'm most the most optimistic I'm about is um, Coach Trailer always talks about we built the last or a flash in the pan, but the culture that I've seen here, I've never seen a football culture like it is and I don't think that's going away anytime soon because um, that, that gets passed down through new recruits and generations and even the trans- transfers that come in are it, like instantly bought into it. They're like, they've been here for four years as well. Yeah. So I think um, the culture is going to continue to grow as long as we can keep the city behind us. Um, that would be you know the only concern and you know getting the, getting the support from our donors which have been great and just continue rolling and building uh, the foundation of what we have question number 13 is another wild card question for me i you know you you were here you're a freshman all-american you transferred you came back how how exciting is it for you to be back here a lot of people don't get the the chance to go back to the place where i guess it's home for you right yeah it's incredible um yeah i was just talking to um, one of our staff members and she was asking the same question and I was walking into the, into the tunnel into the game and I just had tears rolling down my face and they, it was all happy tears because I was so blessed to be back. That's awesome. Well that'll wrap it up. Jared Sackett on the 13 Questions Podcast. Appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thanks to uh, Jared for taking the time and UTSA setting that up. It's been a little you know, hard for me to get some of these interviews in with all of the other weekly content we have uh, on the website. So I certainly appreciate UTSA and the players working with me on getting some of this, uh, some of these interviews for this podcast in. Uh, We actually recorded that at the Chicken and Pickle last week after the UTSA uh, radio show. So uh, that's why you hear some of the background noise. I kind of did my best with the microphones to try to limit that and sound that out. But, you know, it is what it is. Again, thanks to UTSA and and Jared for taking the time there. Like I said, we recorded that before this past week's game at Army. Um, Jared missed two field goals at Army. And, you know, it was pretty interesting how he talked about the process of, of making the clutch field goals um, at, at the end of the Houston game. So, you know, it's a process. I I know the team has a lot of confidence in Jared, uh, after Wednesday's, uh, practice coach trailer said, you know, they, they put him in a, a kind of a tent situation with the, with all the team around him, and he nailed it. So, um, we'll see how Jared bounces back this week. He does have some pretty good stats so far on the season for the Roadrunners. Um, He's been, you know, pretty pretty consistent. He hasn't missed a PAT, and overall, he's uh, two for four on field goal attempts. So, um, 
we'll see how he does the rest of the rest of the way here for the Roadrunners. Again, thanks to everybody who's listened to the podcast. Uh, you could search for this podcast on the IRS pod on any major podcast platform. Also, I've been putting these on the YouTube channel with the picture of, of the player. So you could find it there. And also Inside Runner Sports. Uh, thanks again for everybody listening. Uh, appreciate it. And we'll check back next week. Guests to be determined. Thanks. Thanks.